Hello and welcome to episode one, two, three of Nolo Time. My name is Obed Veles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, Nolo Time? Obed, good to be with you again, my brother. It's been a while since I've seen you. It's good to uh, to catch up. Yeah, good to see you, bro. I haven't, seen you, I haven't talked to you all week. I know. Oh, like it's been, it's been a, a pretty steady week. Not Nothing too, too crazy, but pretty steady but yeah man, i haven't talked to you how you doing i know i'm doing good i mean the si- the only communication if any of you guys were to look at open eyes text with one another you'll see a lot of star wars related <laughs> yeah. memes and stuff we see on the internet that we send back and forth to each other so uh yeah we're, we're we're star wars guys to say the least that we're not shy about that but um talking about star wars uh with my what's up here Watch the next episode uh, of Star Wars The Clone Wars. As you know, that's a weekly thing. So that just keeps coming out every Friday. Yep. Um, and man, we got another crazy one this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I'm caught up. I'm all caught up. So nice. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I like it. I like it. It's, so. it's, re- it really um, comes together beautifully. Like even the stuff that you're like, huh, I don't understand here. The way it all just comes together is great but yeah this last episode it was really cool because they go back to um you know the the i'm not trying to spoil it for those who haven't watched but clearly i'm going to talk about it right but you know them simply trying to show again the the clone relationship with one another um and this is going to really be a strong connective piece to of course when they start showing what happens with order 66 because what we know is from star wars rebels that uh rex um does not go into order sixes he's not turn or if or he's turned back maybe that's even a part of it as well i don't we don't know um but something happens yeah something yeah. happens that he's able to live his life separate from order 66 where he's he's free of his own conscience right so um that that's that's again we're starting to see more insinuation of that for the last episode the big kicker for me that um I, you know obviously you see in the promotional pictures afterwards was of course the scene between Anakin and Padme. Um, that was a really strong scene, dude. So that scene makes me think that we are already in Revenge of the Sith territory. She's you see that she has it's the clear, babies. Yeah, Luke and Leia. Clearly, she's pregnant with them. Clearly, she's clearly very pregnant. Yes, and 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 you know the way she like touches her belly and all that. So it's it's clear that we we're already in Revenge of the Sith territory. This is like. Like stuff that happened during Revenge of the Sith that wasn't yeah. shown on screen, basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We're we're right there. We we're are right, right there. there. We're, we're in it. We're in it. Yeah. And um. Yeah. And and I just I love, you know. Yes, they show that like you know Obi Wan's trying to get to Anakin. What are you doing? What are you doing? But he, they yeah. love how he shows like, you know, hope that she's doing well or whatever he says or you know, yeah. say hello to her for me or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Like. I he just knows. love that so much that they show that he knows what's going on. He knows what's up, yeah. And I mean, you get you know that in Revenge of the Sith when you watch the movie, you see that he clearly like knows, but he just it's it's so frustrating because he has to handle this and he yeah. doesn't want to deal with it this way either. Yeah, exactly. And, and and of course, knowing more of the background between Clone Wars, as you saw, Obed, how Obi Wan did have a, a love at once and so someone that he really did care for mm-hmm. but again romance is forbidden so he couldn't uh, have built have a relationship with this person but um it would make sense for Obed to be this compassionate person towards anakin seeing that he has someone that he loves even though he knows it's forbidden because he himself uh was in that same boat at one point right yeah 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 i i really like it i really like the uh um squad 99 I was like, oh, oh 99, because yeah. they're all defects, like the like 99. And, and yeah, uh, that was Flip pretty good. Flip it upside down, or that was, 66. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's quite like that. that see, a, I, didn't, I didn't see it that way, right? Yeah. I, saw, I saw that it was quad 99 because of, uh, of, the, of, that, of the clone 99 that was a, yes. de- a defective clone. And, and he ended up saving fives and all these guys when, uh, when yes. the, the stuff was going down. Um, so yeah, I do. Yeah, those this that, this two episodes that they've released so far has been been pretty good, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, an man, article. I'm, I cut up just in time, so because I I jump right in. So yeah, yeah. There's an article by Screen Rant that just talks about how like I saw that this morning on Facebook. It was like about how uh, Order Order sixty six is going to be even more like heavy for us when we're done with this season. Yeah, and I just. 
I'm so looking forward to it, but I'm also so emotionally wrecked just thinking about what we're about to see unfold because there's so much that happens yeah. during Revenge of the Sith that we just couldn't see on yeah. screen. And to know that we're going to get that filled in, I, I, I'm so excited. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait. Can't wait to see what happens. It's it's going to be yeah. really good. And I was talking to someone else about it this last week. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I was talking to That's someone right. else about the show this last week, and, and, and you know they were like, oh, you know, I like that they're doing this and that, and it's reminding me of Revenge of the Sith. And I, I told them, like, what we're talking about here on the show, like, this is literally going is going directly happening events during revenge of sith during and revenge they didn't the realize that they're like oh my gosh i thought it was just just gonna lead really close to like no, no we're, we're going we're in yeah we're yeah. in like this is stuff that that happened after you know uh or, or maybe i don't know if general previous is gonna be back or not because yeah. then you know there's the possibility that this takes place like after dooku's gone yeah after you know they they rescue Palpatine from from Grievous ship ship, but hard to tell right now, right? How it's hard to tell where we are. Like this could be like right before that, right? Uh, it's so. But well, I mean, he Anakin knows that Padma's pregnant though, because it's yes. so obvious. And right? they set it up so perfectly from when season six, when you watch particularly the sequence of of you know when they're re- they literally recreate the exact scene from end of episode 2 where Palpatine is like we have an opportunity that we need to seize here and that's a, literally an exact scene from attack of the clones yep. like that's how you knew okay th- that's th- that what happens next is we jump right to revenge of the sith so this this is literally taking us again filling all those those moments right in yeah. the movie that we just didn't see yeah so based on on what i've seen here Joel and based on Dave Filoni's record, based on the book that just is going to come out for episode nine, which is, oh, uh, we, got, we could talk about it. We could talk about it a little bit, right? Um, I would love for Dave Filoni to fill in the blanks that we, that, that we didn't get, that we basically didn't get from the new trilogy. Like, Oh yeah. Same. That would, same. And that would be great. Um, I would love them. I would love for them to go back, right, and and redo it. Like I was still, <sighs> I'm still struggling with the with you know watching man baby videos because the <laughs> the last week has been just meltdowns and all these things happening, and I find it ridiculous that they're just you know overacting for <laughs> you know uh, over over all this stuff that's come out from the book, um, you know, versus you want someone that's a genuine Star Wars uh you know connoisseur and like someone like like um you know uh star wars theory that's enjoying all these details coming yeah. out and i'm like okay that's cool and another thing comes out i was like okay that's cool another one comes out i was like all right that makes sense so yeah and to your point if star wars theory is coming out and saying like hey i'm cool with this i'm not trying Whoa. to say yeah, jump but if, if if anyone has a right to say some stuff this dude is a, is undoubtedly a legitimate fan. He's not a bandwagoner by any sense of the means. No, yeah, or so a man this, baby, yeah, or a man baby. So for him to say like he had his issues with other stuff, but for him to say that I'm I'm on board with this stuff, I mean, come on, then you know like this stuff's got to make sense. Like as yeah. Wars fans, let's 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 chill pill for a second, you know? Yeah, seriously. And there's like like evidence that Palpatine or not Palpatine, the well, yeah, like <laughs> Ian McDermott knew yeah. that this yeah. was the thing because this was all in like the original script for the movie yeah. uh you know that the jj wrote so I, I mean this it it just makes too much sense right what whatever happened you know uh we can just pin it on kathleen kennedy at this point based on what we've heard and and what we know right so i mean it is what it is at, at this point but you know what uh, i always try to look at things in the uh in a, in a more positive light i'm not we're not here to bash we're here to uh, to spread some constructive constructive criticism about nice. the things we love. So, uh, and we'll do it for Star Wars. We'll do it for pretty much everything else. How's uh, how's um, uh, Fallen Order? Because you need to get on that, dude. I know, I know, man. And to, I'd be lying if I said I touched it this last weekend, man. I was I was taking care of a few different personal things, uh, but but I promise you, I will be back in there to finish this thing out, man. Yeah, now that that you're going to like Clone Wars and you know oh, all yeah, this I stuff, because there's there's so much that that intertwines now, and and 
you know the the story that they tell on, on in that game is is very good so uh, i should definitely check it out um anything else dude no man that that's the main stuff i want to talk about like i said it was a pretty busy we can take care of personal stuff but the stuff that would interest you guys is star wars and boy we could be here all day talking about that but Obed, what you've been up to man all right cool um let's talk about a, a small independent animated feature called frozen 2 <laughs> and oh, uh, nice no I, I watched it over the weekend with the family and it was good it was good uh very uh very entertaining i actually liked it better than the first one uh quite a bit uh quite it's it's pretty emotional compared to the first yeah. one like this one's like really like the first one's fine right it's it's has its moments and it's not absolutely not a a, a you know it, it is a, a good a very good animated film uh but this one's just in my opinion way better uh, it's very and, special very magical and it's very um suspenseful right like as you're watching you're like what's gonna happen yeah. next it keeps you yeah a lot of adventure i i really liked it i really really yeah. enjoyed it so yeah, yeah it was good it was good nice uh, i was uh i was quite interested by the choice of bands for the uh, end credits uh yeah for their covers so yeah it was, it was interesting yeah <laughs> that, that was that was actually uh pretty good but yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, uh, on that, um, the season three of Castlevania came out today on Netflix. Nice. So I watched the first episode this morning. Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's uh, basically takes place thirty days because they 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 specifically say thirty days uh, after after the uh, season two ended. And I'm wondering where they're gonna go on this one. It from the looks of it. I think we're gonna see a mix of like untold like Castlevania stories and and what happens and I think it's called Curse of Darkness. It's uh, the second PS2 game uh, that's supposed to be a prequel uh, based on on what's going on. So maybe we'll see we'll see part of that um, of the of that game storyline uh, play into this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's Castlevania. It's 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 violent. It's it's gritty. It's good. It's uh, you know, again, the, probably the best piece of vampire media we've had in the last twenty years. Are you telling um, me Twilight's not special? No, no. I think the last <laughs> the last vampire the last vampire related thing that was actually special was Blade Two. Ooh. So and that was at what? That was probably like two thousand two, maybe. It's coming back with uh, uh, our guy over uh, here. He's coming back into <laughs> Kevin Feige. He's pulling it out again with Marshall Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll hey. see how that we'll see how that works. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't checked out Castlevania, definitely, um, definitely um, uh, check it out. And that's pretty much it, other than Death Stranding that that keeps going, uh, and stuff is happening. Uh, I got through a, a very difficult um delivery uh both emotionally and uh game wise um i really like how they each you know say what you you know you can say what you what you want to say about hideo kojima but i think that every every storyline delivery that you make in this game um the way the way they they the way that you handle the package that you're delivering and the way that that the, the basically the I, I don't want to say the way but what happens in between when you pick up your package and you when you deliver it you know the the the, uh, the path that you take to deliver it it's basically the path is telling you a story and it's stupid it's 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 how good i don't know how he does this but he did the same thing with metal gear solid 5 where people were complaining that there was no story and yeah it's very thin but for me the my favorite stories were not parts from the story it was the things that it was the story that i created while playing the game it was the things that happened when i was playing you know i was rescuing the the kids from the mine while you know throwing smoke grenades at soldiers while my helicopter is coming in playing freaking final countdown it's yeah. you know it's those stupid moments it's the those bits that are you know that that really sticks with you and and this running actually has a very similar feel to that so there's a lot of storytelling on 
on the path that you take to deliver those packages or, you know, whether it be, you know, a package or a person or whatever you're trying to do. So it's very good. It's very good. Uh, that game's very good, man. Uh, it's hard because it, again, it's not for everyone uh, because it is difficult. It's a difficult game. Uh, a lot of like, you know, resource time management and all this stuff that you need. It's, you know, basically when you, the menu is a spreadsheet, you go in the menu is a freaking Excel file with all this stuff that you need to manage uh, weight and all this crap. So, um, you know, it's not for everyone, but if you're looking for a very different, you know, experience that is not your typical uh, run and gun, your shooter or your action game or your open world, you know, GTA type of thing or your sports game, if you're looking for a different gaming experience and you're not into like smaller indie games, I, you know, I highly recommend this game. This game is real good. So, um, but that, that's pretty much it, man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we got plenty of gaming news, but uh, let's go ahead and 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 do uh, a couple of things that we have uh, to discuss this week regarding uh, movies. So we got a first look at at the Barracuda. I mean the <laughs> the Batmobile. <laughs> For the Matt Reeves Batman movie, um, we got a couple shots. Uh, it looked like looks like test shots again. Of the uh, the Batmobile is very interesting. It is it is a mix of the '60s Batmobile with with some of the like the early Batman comics. It's very different. I like it because it's different. The same reason that I liked Last Jedi because it's different. So I'm on board. Uh, there's also shots of the suit next to, or, you know, Batman basically next to the Batmobile. And uh, yeah, it looks good with a cape. Uh, I think the, the having the, the missing cape on those shots that we saw before really affected what, what I, how I felt about the suit. But no, this looks good, man. What do I think? Yeah, I, I would be remiss if I don't say this again, as I've said it before on the podcast. No matter what version of Batman that you've ever seen, whether it be television, animated, Lego, move, live action movie, Gotham TV show, I don't know. You always ha- have Batman with the coolest car. Like he always <laughs> had. It, I mean, it, it's Adam West. It doesn't matter what Batman, his car is always the coolest. It's never a joke. And I always I feel that again looking at this, it's a different take to your point. Um, you know, uh, people probably thought, oh, we're gonna get the tumbler looking kind of car, or we're gonna get this very um, how do I phrase this? Very uh, army styled vehicle, right? Because he kind of looks like he's. When we look at the other uh, stuntman photos, kind of look like he had a little bit of that, uh, you know, army maybe ish kind of look to him, right? A little little uh, armored uh, look. But really doesn't look armored to me at all. It just looks like a, a really souped up car, a really special car, and um, you know it doesn't doesn't. If I look at it and, and Batman wasn't standing next to it, I wouldn't think Batmobile right away. I'm just be honest with you. But I don't think that's a bad thing, right? It looks retro. It looks retro. Yeah, you know, it looks retro. Um, you know, looking at the scene that it's in, um, I, I want to just clarify. Some people were instantly like. Oh, it's the Batmobile, and he's inside of the Batcave. I don't think that's a Batcave, simply because, especially in the main image, there it looks like it's some kind of um, street light that might be there. Maybe pillars that hold up some kind of bridge. It looks like he's in the street, um, but could be wrong. But I just don't think that's the case. Look, based on the pictures that that I'm seeing, looking at. Um, I also, again, looking at the suit. I think to me, this actually is a better look at the suit, even though it's further away. Than what we've seen before between both the paparazzi photos on the set and then the actual little um, test footage that we saw yeah. up close. To me, this is a better look yep. because you kind of get the sense of like what he looks like as a man on screen. And if that's that guy's walking down, that's Batman. You recognize that he's Batman. It's a different look again, but it's still Batman. So that's kind of my look, my take on on these, these photos that are pretty cool from Matt Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, and I'm looking at Batmobiles right now because I, I know that there's a Batmobile that looks a lot like that one, and I want to say I want to say it's like the 1968 Batmobile. Uh, I think you're right from the comics uh, that has a sort of a similar look to that. So uh, this is a definitely a, a fusion Batmobile. Uh, so they're taking 
parts from you know the uh, the Adam West show and and some of the other classic Batmobiles and and putting it uh, onto this one. Um, it looks good. I, again, I really like it. It looks like it's it's unfinished, so it looks like he's building it as right, right. You know, so it looks it looks like a like a work in progress. Um, and I and I really like that. I like that. So I am uh, I am very excited for this movie, man. So you know, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't. If it's Batman, it doesn't take a lot to get me excited. Uh, but when you when you have this sort of art direction and different take on it. Uh, and this grounded look uh, that the movie is going for. I mean, um, the the Nolan movies were grounded to a certain extent, um, but but you know the Tumblr was ridiculous. Like that thing was crazy, right? Uh, it was a little over the top. It was a little overkill for me, uh, but it was cool. I mean, it was definitely nothing wrong with it, right? It's one of my um, favorite scenes in Private uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it was based and it was based out of you know the 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 tank that batman sort of uses in their dark knight comic books yep. so uh so it's it's a, it's a call to that but uh but when you're looking at something sleeker smaller more realistic like this thing looks very much yeah um yeah this this looks pretty good man i i like it i like it and i like that that you know shot with the with the suit like he looks better than yeah like what we said those leaked pictures that we talked about last week were uh kind of funky you and know, he has and a that, cape yeah, he has the cape. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Yeah, see, it doesn't look like Daredevil on this one. It right, does right. look much better. The lighting is better than that test shot that they did, which was not great. Um, so yeah, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for this one. Um, Joel, we don't know uh, the extent of uh, what's going to happen with uh, these uh, this COVID nineteen, aka coronavirus. Um, you know, uh, sort of almost pandemic that's going on right now, but uh, it definitely it's it Hollywood is paying attention to it. And our, our first delay came out what just yesterday, it was No Time to Die, the next Bond movie. Uh, it is delayed from April 10th until was November 25th, November 25th, that's right, so Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, I think that's a healthier date for this movie, in my opinion. Uh, but at the same time, you know, summer is looking kind of thin. We don't know how this this whole thing's gonna go. But yeah, man, uh, there's the first casualty from this thing that's happening. What do you think? Uh, what do you think's gonna happen next? Well, if I was a journalist, first of all, and I'm writing an article on this, it's just not the perfect time to say it's. It's it, this is no time to lose money, you know. This, that's what they—that's what really this announcement is. They're like, look, we ain't got time for all that. We're gonna we'll wait because uh, based off of the uh, quotes and the Hollywood Reporter is the ones that really broke and they have a direct quote from MGM in relation to the the, the how much uh, money really came down to this decision. You know, yes, they're expected to lose about thirty million dollars just simply from delaying the movie overall. But that $30 million is nothing compared to the 38% of uh, the box office that came from Spectre. And it's in the same, that 38% of the boxes that came from Spectre is the same places that have restrictions on uh, mass congregating, uh, you know, restaurants, movie theaters, churches, whatever, right? Like you can't come together because too many people are afraid of the fear of, of, of the spread of, of this, you know, unfortunate, um, you know, health issue at the moment so you know it's it's interesting um obed i i you know I'm, I'm not by no means trying to make light of what's happening here because it's very serious and it's a really bad thing and i feel bad for everyone that anyone's been affected and of course there are even been you know death but don't go to work if, you, if you're sick don't go to work yeah, don't listen yes. to people you know, you know who I'm talking about. There's, there's no don't, time don't, to be a there's no time to be a superhero, right? Like no, you don't, don't need to, to come work. out there. Oh, I'm gonna stay do home. it. Nah. Yeah, stay home. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things of like you know, yes, like in the UK specifically, right, where they also are delaying it. You know, there's like only there's 85 cases, and yet there's like 60 million people that live over there. It's like, you know, people are still going out over there to to other places coming together. So it's really a, a precaution, I think, for other smaller places. 
but still it's interesting to me that they, they made this decision because they really didn't as 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 much as yes like we could say that like it makes sense they really didn't have to do this to be honest they are losing 30 million dollars by delaying it and they're taking a risk assuming that that same crowd's going to show up in november or that that crowd was going to show up regardless in april uh, anyways so i think it's worth the risk personally i i probably would make the same decision as them but it is interesting we'll have to see and evaluate the box office and how it does when they do come back when we do come back to this in november I look forward to seeing the movie. Then, oh, but I pre-bought tickets for this, so I have yet to find out how they're switching that around, like what's going to happen there. I'll, I'll see what happens there. Um, another movie that I want to talk to you about really quickly, like that that I thought about right away, I was like, well, why, is it, why hasn't Mulan been announced as a movie that's been uh, held back? Because that's a March movie that comes out this month. So Mulan's getting delayed in China only, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's not gonna get delayed here. Um, I mean, as of yet, uh, right? But, but it is, but it is, uh, it, it is going to be delayed indefinitely in China. Um, yeah, I got my tickets for that one too. So I was like, man, every everything could be affected a lot by this, uh, you know, this situation. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people already got you know GDC and PAX yeah. tickets. That and a lot of this stuff is being like either postponed or, uh, you know. Can't not necessarily canceled, but a lot of it's postponed. And and I'm you know, concerned about Comic Con, dude. I don't. At I'm Comic-Con, concerned about that right now. We'll, we'll yeah, see. yeah. There's, I mean, uh, we can. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's just go ahead and talk about E3. Let's do it because E3 was part of the the, the yep. topics that we had. Um, and you know, they they announced that they are. I mean, yesterday they said, yeah, yeah, we're moving forward. But then this morning, uh, they kind of like sort of backtracked it. It was like, oh, yeah, we're looking into this thing. Yep. So there is a possibility, Joel, that E3 this year may get canceled, uh, which in my opinion would be a good thing because the ESA definitely needs the time to refresh the freaking show. Um, you know, companies like PlayStation, you know, Sony and Nintendo already do their, uh, their, their showcases online. They don't, they don't need a stage. Maybe Microsoft can do the same thing, or maybe Microsoft can hold their own event. You know, this would be Microsoft opportunity to say, no, we're gonna do our own thing during E3 week, and and you know, do a, just a, an Xbox only thing. Um, I mean, I don't know. Right now, I think that uh, I heard today that that ev- basically everyone from Microsoft is working from home until the, like the 25th of this month for the next 20 days. Uh, because they don't yeah. want to get everyone sick, and yeah. then it's Seattle's like a hotbed right now for this crap. So, uh, so Microsoft's taking the the you know their precautions. But yeah, and uh, what do you think? E three happening? Not happening? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. So if I'm if I'm E E three right now, I'm saying you know if this is an opportunity to delay it, I don't know. There's more that goes into, that goes into these decisions than what I'm just about to talk about here. There's money. There's commitments. There's all kinds of things that come into play then anything can happen but there's more things yeah. to discuss than simply oh, i want it to happen i don't i think it should be delayed right there's people yeah. who just put comments online and they don't think of bigger business picture right Absolutely. but but i will say to your point obed like you said like if you're if you can delay it and, and you, you think that there's a reasonable chance you take the chance to delay it and you focus 100 percent on how do we make this thing interesting again what are we going to do differently my first instinct would be how do we go back to, you know, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, talk to them, say, how can we still have your involvement in E3? How can we, what, what is feedback that we can learn from you guys and try and figure out something new and special? Um, that doesn't mean it has, it's not going to be the same way it was before I get that, but figuring out ways to do things differently. And so, because I, I think, yes, we know we, we talk about it specifically like Nintendo and, and so they don't need the stage that there's no, there's no real benefit aside from just having one-on-one fan interaction. Although we're learning that from their events, fans are going out to the, them coming to their own private events. Fans are, are paying yeah. attention online from their own exposure. So their marketing is, it's almost like E3 really needs them. Not that they need E3. It's, 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 it's that kind of way of looking at it. But I will say, I still think E3 um, can find a way to like, we're hosting so many fans here. How can we still, um, you know, make some kind of deal with you guys? I don't know what that is. That's for people smarter than me. And I think that just having a discussion alone, someone else out there has that idea. Maybe that's you, Obed. I don't know, but look, man, there's gotta be, 
there's got to be some kind of discussion here that gets into an ideation of of, of a solution for you know making E3 relevant again <clears throat> if they postpone it. I would say I would say give it until the end of this month to make the final decision if it's going to be canceled or not because this thing's happening uh, mid June. So yeah. I'd say I'd say wait wait it out until the end of this month. I mean, see what happens. If a lot of companies start canceling, because uh, a lot of Japanese can uh, companies will probably cancel, like you know, Square Enix and and yeah. Koei Tecmo and all these guys are probably just gonna Capcom. You know, they're probably just gonna. I was gonna, gonna say Konami. I mean, does, does Konami even have anything out? I don't know. Um, you know, they they may they may just go ahead and cancel. And you know what? E three is gonna be like a bearing show of like you know video screens and just people walking around or you know not even people what if people just decide not to go because of you know health concerns so at this point i think they should wait it until the end of the month uh and decide if it's going to happen or not if it's going to happen if it's going to happen then just go ahead and move forward if it's not going to happen uh they they have this time to basically regroup and and find a way to make like what you said to make the show relevant again and make the event relevant again and and try to get the, the big boys involved back in it because you know i don't think nintendo's gonna go back to having a full stage at this point they've been doing nintendo directs for the last what you know since the wii u basically yeah. since the year after the wii u um you know since what 2013 since the new consoles came out um so yeah man um yeah I, I don't know i mean the the esa they they have an opportunity to make this happen well and uh I, in my opinion like the way things are going right now for them um they should just go ahead and wait it out uh now i did see some interesting stuff out on twitter uh jason Schreier from kotaku was actually uh he tweeted that it was like oh E3 should be just canceled and then Microsoft should follow, you know, Sony's and Nintendo's suit and and do uh, an online event for the reveals that they're going to do for mm. the Xbox One X uh, series. Oh, my God. The Xbox Series X. Um, And he was saying that he he got a, 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 a bunch of angry DMs from Xbox fanboys saying, well, how dare you? And I was like, dude, sometimes, you know, that you know what that's why that's why people that are in business are are, are in business because they exactly. they know they think these things out they don't they just don't don't spew out words and 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 the first thing that comes out of their uh, out of their brains so yeah and uh I, they have an opportunity to make it happen they have an opportunity to fix it whether it be this year or next year we'll see and in regards to your microsoft comment you know like they have, I mean, like, they, if E3 does get canceled for the year, Microsoft has to have a private event for the Xbox Series X. Well, they got to reveal something, regardless, because yeah, they already said to, that you can't just end. put a console out. So, and I can't, I mean, like, there has to be. Yeah, even if it's a one time thing, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, it's a, it's, it's an interesting time right now you know especially with these things happening uh there's a, a switch shortage i was a target last night and they're also sold out on regular switches they only yeah. have a, a very few of these someone, switch lights someone you and i someone you and i know was telling me the same thing they were literally going to the store to buy a switch and they couldn't find it and they couldn't find at it at target yeah 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 there's no switches man so it's uh um <laughs> if you actually <laughs> we're able to find out around Christmas. This is like you see now. I'm not salty that I got mine last year, um, <laughs> even even though I missed on the uh, on the upgraded battery. Just because you know now I don't have to like deal with this stuff that's yeah. happening. So yeah. Um, yeah, man, we'll see. It's a it's a it's a very interesting time. I know that this thing's probably gonna get you know resolved in in due time. Uh, same thing happened a few years ago with the. With the swan flu, and yes, you know, it happens every once in a while. But I think I know this thing's going to get sorted out, and um, and production, uh, it's set to resume by the end of this month, um, for uh, Switch and you know, components and all this stuff. So, 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, Joe, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We will be right back. And we are back. So we got a, a few gaming news and uh, rumors and uh, I guess leaks that we can uh, we can talk about today. So the uh, the first are two announcements. The first one just broke today. Um, we are getting a The Last of Us series on HBO. So Neil Druckmann confirmed today that they are uh, working on writing uh, or adapting The Last of Us into uh, a TV series for HBO. And this is basically going to be a retelling of Joel and Ellie's story. Uh, I think the producer is the uh, producer from Chernobyl, if I'm not wrong, right? Yes. Uh, the, the the guy that's doing the um, um, the uh, show for them. And again, uh, show on HBO. So this probably, it's probably at least a year away. Very excited, actually. Very, very excited. I might have to get uh, the HBO Max back well, when, when this thing comes out because uh, I, I really want to actually see uh, this thing being adapted, especially in a series like what you could see it done in a movie. And there was, you know, a lot of rumors that there was a movie happening, but seeing it happen like this uh, with HBO done as a series, you know, you can at least get out of the last of us, dude, you can get, you can get four seasons, like the four seasons of the year. Right. So you're going to actually, actually get that uh, with just the first game. So I'm uh, very excited, cautiously optimistic, of course, but this thing's going to all come down to casting. But Joe, what do you think? Lots of thoughts here, understanding that they could have gone the route. I'm sure um, many different executives were trying to pitch that they could make this into a movie and for, you know, for the, the IP to choose, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and, and move this towards the TV and, and take an H, a deal with HBO. I'm sure there were bids by others. Um, you know, you would think AMC with The Walking Dead that they might be interested. But I think HBO is better. Um, I think their quality is better. Um, I think their, their overall, um, what they put out just tends to be really, really strong. You think about, um, you know, <laughs> whether it's a documentary, whether it's a TV series, they put out the Watchmen series. I know they got canceled, but I can tell you that they're not doing any more after one well, season. They said they it was a limited so, series. Limited yeah. series, and, and not to be this way, I don't think anyone cares about Watchmen that much. Uh, I think it's just, it really has to do with it's the It's a bold actual, statement. It is a bold statement, but I really do believe that. I think like, I you know, for, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of, there's plenty of fans of Watchmen, yeah. but I don't think like the world cares about it, you know, beyond yeah. us that are, are nerds. But, you know, thinking about, like, now this, man, this, this appeals to a lot of different people, and HBO gives it more accessibility. Um, to your point, Obed, about HBO Max, man, they're really trying to push that thing, and I think, yeah. they're, make, I think they're making the right moves. Like, I, I was very cautious about it at first. Strong rumors that the DC online is going to get shut down and be transferred into this thing. It's going to be um, absorbed, yeah. Absorbed into that. Uh, obviously, there's already DC properties that were announced for HBO Max. You know, people who are 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 excited about Friends reunion is on HBO Max. There's rumors of, of the Snyder Cut coming to HBO Max being an exclusive thing there. No way, really? Yeah, man. I didn't um, hear that. Yeah, I heard that thing. Breaking news on the show. Wow. <laughs> so wow. so um, there's enough okay. stuff on like if they start to do this kind of stuff, and if like we're talking about, you know, now yeah. this being a thing now with The Last of Us. There is strong inclination for me to to go ahead and check that thing out, uh, if that's the case. Netflix hasn't been doing it for me. I'm just being honest with you, dude. Um, it's there. I'm happy with it. I watch it, but it doesn't have as much excitement as it used to. I'm sure they'll try and do something again to get me back in there. We'll see. I was I was hoping The Witcher would be the one that would do it for me, and it was fine. Um, you know, it was it was it was. Oh, good. did you finish it? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 it ends. It ends. The, those last three episodes are are good. Are good. yeah. Yeah. But with this man, the casting, like you said, is going to be key for the, the Last yeah. of Us. Um, people are already <clears throat> speculating, like they always do. We'll see. Yeah, Hugh Jackman for Joe. <laughs> that would be like whew. amazing. Be, that's like like on point. On they point have the casting. budget. HBO can do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have the money, so 
uh, we'll see. Again, cautiously, cautiously optimistic, and uh, I'm excited. Um, I actually want to want this story to be shared with uh, with you know, everyone, uh, even if you're not a gamer, because exactly. it's uh, there's a it's a very strong story to tell, and it's uh, it's very good. So um, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a heartbreaker, but but it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, Joel, the next announcement is that uh, we have a release date for Ghost of Tsushima along with a release trailer. June 26th today is the date um, right after E3. I use E3 with quotes because I wouldn't know, right? <laughs> we were just talking about it. <laughs> um, but holy crap, Joel, this trailer that they put out is sick, man. This is... Uh, Dude, I was excited for this game. Like, I was really excited back when we did our our live E3 uh, no load time special. But, but man, this game looks insane. I am very, very excited for this, dude. Yes, it's a story trailer that came out because we had uh, the other trailer before. But now, and we've seen gameplay. It was one of the first things that we saw right with E3. We didn't know what we were really watching, and it was a, it was a really cool reveal. But now that we have an actual story behind it, and we get to see it a little bit more and more polished, right? There's been a lot of time behind this. Mm-hmm. You can see it, even though it looked beautiful before. That was one of the biggest thing that you and I kept talking about. Wow, what a beautiful game! Yeah. Um. Now that's all really polished. That story. I mean, it's okay. Like, I, I just that alone is a great way to sell me on it. Then you start adding in, um, you know, the, the gameplay elements that looks like it's going to be uh, a little uh, leveled, but also a little mystical. So I'm curious to see how that's going to come into play. There's a lot of mystery still behind it, but teased enough in the story to uh, make me want to spend my time, spend my money. If this was a movie, I would watch it. It's a game. I will play it. Yeah. I saw common today. Well, I was watching the uh, the the trailer, and the comment was like, "I was waiting for Ubisoft to do an Assassin's Creed in feudal Japan. I don't want it anymore because this looks they gave uh, it to us. This looks a hundred times better than what we could expect from Ubisoft. From Ubisoft, yeah. It's it it was oh man. I mean, the, all of these trailers for this games that this game ha- has been absolutely phenomenal. So yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait, man. We were just talking about uh, before we, we went back into the recording uh, about uh, how I already had pre-ordered Final Fantasy, pre-ordered Resident Evil 3 um, just yesterday. And, and and there's more stuff coming. And The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, dude, he's like, I, I, I work. I have a decent paying job. but But you guys need to cool it down man because it's too much it's too much i mean i could here's the thing right it's like once you once when you once you become family man <laughs> you changes can, everything it changes everything like i wouldn't mind spending the money i don't mind spending all the money that i could on games but it's it's either that or or family so it's great like, power comes great responsibility sir man very responsible. Man. I, I don't, it's it's yeah. I, I try to be as responsible as I can, sir. But um, it's gonna be a crazy year, and then we get new consoles more than likely, right? It's like yeah. so far. Oh yeah, that's the, so far they're happening. We don't know, but but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Joel, just going back into Star Wars, there was a I, I guess a leak uh, out of uh, PSN uh, out of the uh, European PlayStation Network. Uh, there was a, a post for something called uh, Project Maverick, and it was a Star Wars game. And, they, and this is the game that supposedly EA Motive is working on, uh, the game that's going to be a spinoff from Battlefront. And that's all we got. But now uh, well, the only other thing that we have is a piece of art. It's basically a Star Destroyer on uh, what looks like a volcanic region or volcanic planet. Um, but that's that, that's it. I mean, is it, is it going to be, is it going to be a space battle game? You know, is it going to be something else is going to be like an actual story, like an actual adventure game? Uh, 
we talked about recently about the uh, the get that game that got canceled, uh, the other game that got canceled uh, at EA, and then the only thing that I've heard about this game is that it's something that you would not expect them to do. But you know, that's all we got. Uh, it from the looks of it, it's probably a, a space battle game, which would be fine. Um, I, I've never touched the space battles on Battlefront, and they're actually okay. Like I played a couple, but I'm not super super excited about them. But if if they actually do like an arcadey, you know, type of shooter, that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, it's just that they're. I feel like on Battlefront too, they're they're kind of hard to control the 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 ships. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of the of the control scheme. Uh, I would rather have something a little bit more arcadey. Like back in the day, I don't know if you ever played Jedi Starfighter for PS2. I do remember that. Yeah, so that game was really arcadey. You played really good. That was actually a very good game. So. I would love to see something like that. That's you know a little more simple, just fun. Speaking of which, PS2 just had an anniversary. Yeah, twenty third anniversary of PS2. Yep. Yeah, that's uh. Thanks for reminding me, Joel. Like I old, feel super old. Times. old. <laughs> I feel super old now. <laughs> um, but I I still remember when when PS2 came out. I, was, I mean, I, I remember when the Genesis came out. Come on. Um. So, uh, Project Maverick, Joel. What do you think? Yep. Well, this is all speculation because we have nothing to do but speculate considering that there's just picture, title, and in the picture we see these, like you talk about, you know, this this uh, Imperial ship and then these uh, fighters b- flying behind. I do feel that it, based off that image alone that it must be then, you know, a, a, a space uh, flying um, battle um, type of game. You know, I I, I think that's... That's something that seems like people didn't talk about much with Battlefront, uh, Battlefront Two, and and I don't think anyone was saying that it was because it was bad or good. I just most people just didn't really care for that. I mean, why do that when you can play with a lightsaber, you know, or or, or have these yeah, other yeah. other parts, right? I mean, now we're even dealing that with Jedi Fallen Order. You know, we're we're having a good time there. So um, this is something that's just another you know realm of of Star Wars that. Uh, has not been touched in a while. It's been a while since we've seen this this kind of a game. Um, am I open to it? Yes. I hope that there's more to it than just your regular um, piloting a ship. I hope that there's some extra level of, of strategy to the game that we're not aware of, or maybe there is some um, ground stuff that we're not aware of as well. But uh, it just depends you know, altogether how they put together. I, I can't wait to see some type of rele- reveal trailer for this. Sounds like something that we probably would have seen at E3. Uh, but we'll see what le- happens with the coronavirus. Yeah, and if it leaked on PSN, it, it would more than likely come out this year. Yeah. Um. So that that would have been interesting. Um. Do you think they'll? Do you think the sequel for Full and Order will come out next year? For That's next gen, very possible if they are working on it that quickly. I mean, it yeah. seems like they could because it just sells sold so well. Yeah, so well they already they jumped in. They basically jumped right in. Yeah, to to the sequel. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility. You need to finish that game, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's, a, it's a friendly, friendly reminder. Play, play um, your video games. Play your video. Play your video games. Uh, Joe, the other uh, piece of news is that a few weeks ago, uh, or this is more of rumor. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about um, PS5 more than likely having two models. That rumor went away for a little bit. Uh, it just resurfaced again this week. Uh, you know, with it's been common knowledge that Xbox has two consoles coming out. They've only announced the the Series X, which is their high end model, um, but there is uh, another console coming out that is not as powerful as the Series X. Uh, well, the same thing basically uh, has been rumored again. For PS5, uh, based on you know, some of the uh, some developers talking out there and and some people that are in the know, um, they're saying that it's basically PS5 and PS5 Pro that are coming out this year. 
So both coming out at the same time. Um, more than likely, Xbox will do the same. I don't see anything wrong with this because phone manufacturers do this every year where you get your your regular version, your pro version. Um, you know, both Apple and Samsung do it. So, you know, console manufacturers might as well just jump into a bandwagon. Interesting. Um, because I, at this point, again, I will need to see what the the actual differences is. Uh, the the actual differences are, if like the PS5 Pro is like this 8K thing that's gonna be six hundred dollars or whatever, or you know more than that, or I don't know, then that may not be the console for me because I'm not planning into going to the 8K thing anytime soon. You know, I'm good. So if they do release a, a more affordable, even if it's less powerful console at the right price, that may be a little bit more appealing uh, to consumers like me, um, which I didn't go for a PS4 Pro. I could have gone for it, held on to my, to my standard PS4, and I'm still happy with it. You know, uh, yeah, it could be better, but you know, at the same time, I have no complaints. Do you think this is a good idea? Or do you think this is going to even happen, Joel? Um, do I think it's even going to happen? There's, I still think there's a chance, but I wouldn't be like, yes, because of just simply because of the sources it's coming from. It's like the sources it's coming from is reliable enough for me to give it like a look. And it's not the first time we've heard this, right? So it's all like the whole idea. Like we've talked about where there's smoke, there's fire. But even if it does happen, I'm not so sold that this is going to be a day one kind of thing. Like, I know that would be the way that to do it, to combat people saying, well, why didn't you release this earlier? Because you're going to lose me. You know, you, you made me spend all this money. And then next thing you know, like, you're going to drop another thing. I would rather just wait for that thing. So uh, it, it would make sense for them to drop both of them together. But I'm not so sold that's the case simply because aren't we talking about like a, a parts shortage and, and issues of manufacturing due to the coronavirus? Again, we keep talking about it, but it really is affecting many different things that people realize. So I don't know, will they have the means to deliver two different consoles in large, um, in large quantity of, of deliveries that would take a lot. I would think for a launch, that's the kind of stuff that's making Apple right now flinch about with their iPhones. Right. So, you know, I, I'm not so sure that might've, might've been a plan and that might be a plan that's been axed. But it would make sense from a financial standpoint because they know they're going to sell them regardless. But when you start offering these two versions, you know, the one lower end version sounds like it will be less than a series Xbox Series X, like a little less powerful. Um, and then the next one being like to be able to compete with Series X. And, Correct. you know, their brand really carries beyond the power. But if they want to compete, they, they have a, a console that can do that. Correct. They have a, a based on the info, the the regular PS5 will be nine teraflops. Yes. Uh, we don't know what else it, it will be different versus the twelve that um, the pro that the uh, that the pro will have uh, or the you know and the Series X. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't know enough about graphics and and game design to. To know if if three teraflops are enough for games to to do a a, a significant jump in resolution from like 4K to 8K um, with nine teraflops for sure this thing's gonna do 4K 60. Right, that's enough for me. Like I, I would say that's, that's most people. That's enough for me. Yeah, like I have a 4K TV. You know that would be you know that that's that's enough for me. You know to do 4K 60 and that's I'll, I'll be happy with that. Um, I, I don't know if I don't know if the uh, um, the, the that additional processing power will be enough to put this graphics on on the next like 8K level, right? So, yeah. Um, that you know that would be up to the developers to figure out. I'm I'm not you know not a developer, so I I would know if that that's uh, that's enough of a gap for them to be able to do that. But at the same time, it's interesting where um, the uh, the uh, person that's uh, basically giving out the information in, on NeoGAF is saying that uh, the the top of the line models are are looking to be around six hundred dollars. 
So that would make sense. That's been that's been on like I've been mentioning this with the uh, with the Series X. I was like, that thing's gonna be six hundred bucks. You know, I, I still stand by it. I think that's gonna be six hundred dollars for for that console. Um, depending on how the markets are, depending on how things are, uh, Sony may or may not do this. Uh, you know, sim- simultaneously, like what you said, they may do it. You know, two years later. Uh, at this point, I don't know. Um, it would be wise for them to just release them both at both at the same time, give give consumers the option, uh, and then they can just keep revising as they go on both. Uh, because as of now, we have not seen an iteration on the PS4 Pro. Pro. Uh, we've seen uh, two uh, rev- revisions of the standard PS4. We got uh, the original, well, three technically, if we count the original, we got the original, we got the one with the matte cover, and then we have the slim. Um, versus the PS4, it's just the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, and and it's been it's been the same since it came out. So we have not seen a revision of that. Um, I think I think it would be it be a, a wise decision to release them both at the same time, give consumers the option, uh, and then and then they'll go from there. You know, if, if the Pro ends up being like a hundred dollar difference, I wouldn't mind getting it just just for future proofing. So, but you know, I mean, a hundred dollars you can buy a game and you know accessories. You know, won't be yeah. tied. I, I think those controllers are going to be like eighty dollars in my the when, uh, dude. I'm being honest with you. I know. I think those controllers are going to be really expensive. So, um, you know, if you are a uh, a rage quitter or someone that is in the habit of destroying controllers, <laughs> fish, yeah. Like I haven't broke a controller since like the NES days, and and controllers were ten dollars back then. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to find out uh, more about this. It's funny because uh, uh, PlayStation fans have been critical of Sony because they're quiet, and Microsoft is putting all this all this stuff, and then uh, you know specs and all these things, and, and Sony's been quiet. But but meantime, Sony's been dropping like. Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us 2. It's like they have all this stuff to talk about, exactly. So they've been doing <laughs> they they are, you know, they 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 are not abandoning that hundred plus million PS4s that are out there. Uh they're 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 gonna give us more software. Um Final Fantasy 7 is basically around the corner. There's going to be plenty to keep us busy until next year, even if these consoles don't come out, even if they come out. I think I'll be happy just holding on to my PS4 until next year because there's already enough. Um, you know, with everything that's come out, all the stuff that's come out on PS Plus, which have been killing it those last, these last few months, have been freaking awesome. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited about this stuff. I get, I get, I get pretty hyped and passionate about it. Um, so we shall see. You know, that's what I got. I don't think there's any other breaking news at the moment. So uh, we can just go ahead and wrap it up. Absolutely. Thank you again, everyone, for watching, listening to our show. Uh, we want to invite you to stay subscribed. You could subscribe to our audio version on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also want to invite you to subscribe to our video version on YouTube. In addition to that, feel free to go ahead and follow us on our social media. That's at no load time. That's at no load time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also want to invite you guys to send in emails to no load time at gmail.com. That's no load time at gmail.com. Uh, you know, questions, comments, feedback, stuff that we might be able to even discuss here on the show. No load time at gmail.com. We look forward to you guys sending in your, your feedback. But again, we look forward to being with you on our next episode of the show. Thank you, guys. Remember to wash your hands, cover your mouths. You guys stay safe. Have a good one.
Bye.